I might have just swallowed this and stewed over it. Not now. I grabbed his elbow, turned him to face me, and said, What the hell was that? I am the only person to have walked in space and gone to the deepest point in the ocean. Hi, I'm Kathy Sullivan, and I'm an explorer. Exploring doesn't always have to involve going to some remote or exotic place. It simply requires your commitment to put curiosity into action. So join me on this podcast journey as I reflect on lessons learned from life so far and from my brilliant and ever-inquisitive guests. We'll explore together in this very moment from right where you are. Spaceship not required. Welcome to Kathy Sullivan Explores. Before we take off, I have a gift for you. I believe that no matter where you are today, an active thirst for knowledge will help unlock your ability to live a life of meaning and happiness. So I'm sharing some lessons I've learned on my road less traveled. Over at kathysullivanexplores.com, you'll find my seven astronaut tips to improving your life on Earth. When you sign up, I'll send them to you and also make sure you're the first to discover future podcast episodes and learn more about exciting adventures ahead. Just head on over to kathysullivanexplores.com. I learned a big lesson about leadership styles and culture walking out to the pool one day. This was back in the late 1980s. I was doing a lot of sessions in the huge swimming pools that we used to train for spacewalks. There was a whole raft of testing going on designed to check out the tools and equipment that had been designed for spacewalkers to someday use to repair the Hubble Space Telescope in orbit. Bruce McCandless and I had led this effort for the astronaut office, and part of our plan was to bring other astronauts along into these underwater test sessions with us. We wanted to catch any of our blind spots, and uh, someone with fresh eyes could do that for us. We also very much wanted to be sure we deepened the bench of experience in the astronaut corps and familiarity with the Hubble telescope and with the game plans that had been put in place to repair it on orbit. My number two this day was a fairly junior astronaut named Rich Clifford. He was nowhere near a flight assignment yet. So it was a really good deal for him to get to suit up and work alongside a veteran spacewalker on such an important and high-visibility test. Rich came out of the men's locker room, and I came out of the women's, both of us clad in the nylon long johns we wore beneath our spacesuits, and we headed towards the pool side by side. I was just about to give him my leader speech. This is a big test. We've really got to be on our game. I'm glad to have you with me. I know we can do it. When Rich said something that boiled down to me to, I'm going to show you up and win today. Whoa, I'm doing this guy a huge favor by including him, and he's trying to take me out to put me off my game? What the heck? Earlier in my career, I might have just swallowed this and stewed over it. Not now. I grabbed his elbow, turned him to face me, and said, what the hell was that? He then proceeded to explain to me what it was. And it was exactly the same thing I had been about to say to him. He knew it was a big, important test. He was really grateful to be there. He understood how it could boost his visibility and let him show his stuff. He knew it was important for both of us to bring our best game. His approach to rousing himself and me to that high level of performance was what felt to me like throwing a punch. Spur a competition, threaten your standing, rile you up, 
either make you angry or push you into I'll show you kind of response. That was Rich's tool for spurring himself and teammates to excellence. He had the same motive as me. He was just accustomed to using a very different tool, the tool of a competitive spur. And I learned something else as I thought that through over the next couple of days. I had different tools for spurring teams around me and spurring myself to excellence. I knew they worked just as well as competition. They worked better for me, in fact. But I also realized I had only ever heard the competitive spur through one single filter. I had always taken it as a punch that was being thrown at me, as antagonistic, you know, aimed at me for a negative purpose. And my little encounter alongside the pool with Rich taught me that sometimes it's the same motive, just a different technique. So the key is to really understand whether you do share the same purpose with that teammate or that colleague, and they're just using a different tool to try to get to the same point. Or is it truly competition, which exists in this world, not just on the sporting field, but also in office spaces as well? I've always tried ever since to be sure I'm getting better and better at using both tools and seeing and hearing through both lenses. Thanks so much for joining me on today's mission. For more solo shows and deep dives with incredible guests, along with all the ways to get the podcast and much more, head over to kathysullivanexplores.com.